Good evening, Rink Rats. What's going on? Hope all is well. Andy Campbell here with The Bard and with Shawnee Fitzgerald. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 2. And happy almost September, everybody. Everybody's been talking about Patrick Kane. Oh my gosh, he's going to be dealt. Oh, I'm certain it's Columbus. Maybe the New York Rangers, Buffalo Sabres. Folks, everyone chill out. We don't know what's going on. Nobody really knows what's going on. But everyone thinks it's imminent he's going to be dealt. And that is our topic tonight. A thousand apologies. Serena Williams is up 5-4 right now in set number one of the second round of the U.S. Open. We hope you're watching that, but we hope this. Check it out later. Um, At any rate, welcome, everybody. Quick shout out to our sponsors, PuckHockey.com. P-U-C-K-H-C-K-Y in all caps. Use discount code the rink in all caps for 10% off. Hey, you spend 100 bucks, you get a free t shirt. Check out our gear, it's pretty good stuff. Um, and I felt like I've been saying that in my sleep lately. You know, every time we do the sponsor, I'm like, oh my god, did I wake up in the middle of the night saying that? At any rate, we're here with the great guys. Our guys are here, it's awesome. We're ready for another season of hockey. Sean Fitzgerald is here, ladies and gentlemen, and he's looking good. He's ready for the Fighting Irish to take on Ohio State. That's why he's wearing the lid. Sean, what's happening, man? Good to be back. Um, was on vacation basically the month, the month of, uh, um, the month of July. Yeah, that's a good. Like, that's a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I uh, went to Florida and then I went to Colorado for eight days. I that's bought um, a Rockies hat, which I will debut at some point. A Broncos hat, and did not buy any Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup championship gear because I'm that petty. Glad you chose that route. Yeah, they're an in-division yeah. rival. I mean, what are first we question for Sean: Was it a Colorado Rockies baseball or Colorado Rockies hockey? Uh-huh. It was a, I couldn't find a Colorado. I have a Colorado Rockies hockey, but I ended up buying a Colorado Rockies baseball hat that says mm-hmm. five thousand two hundred and eighty on it, and has the Colorado flag as uh, the zero. So that's good. excellent. Yeah. yeah, and the bard. The Bard's what's here too, going? Andrew Bard. What's going on, man? How are you? Doing fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Andy, I wish I was Daniel Bard. <laughs> <laughs> He's my brother from another mother. There it is. Good summer, my yeah. friend. Very good summer. All Excellent. good. Excellent. Awesome. Well, we're going to start with you, Bardo. What is going on out there? Look at, I mean, hey, there is clickbait all everywhere on Twitter. Someone's got an opinion. Someone saying, oh, Patrick Kane's going to go to Columbus. Patrick Kane's going to go to New York. He's going to go to Buffalo. Oh, I think Colorado will be a suitor. What is this? And is this going to happen? I mean, what are we it's talking gonna about? Happen. It's not going to happen in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I think everybody wants to scoop and, and break the story first and say that they broke the story first of the Kane trade because we know it's going to be a big moment for the league and for, you know, for, for all the sports. Um, but it's it's not imminent. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Yes, the rumors are going to continue. They're probably going to continue throughout the season until it actually happens. I have a feeling it's going to be at the deadline um, when his cap number is a bit more manageable. And yep. um, you know, I think by then, you know, we'll figure out who the who the buyers are, who the sellers are, and and we'll see that maybe they'll they'll be able to create a little bit of a market for him. 
Yeah. So you're saying Ixnay, it's not happening before the season starts. I don't think so. No. I doubt this- I mean, would, what, would it surprise me? Maybe a little bit, but I would say it's about a 10% chance it happens before the season. Yeah. So all this is hogwash. It's uh, fiddlesticks, exactly. as my mother would say. Absolute fiddlesticks. Yes. Yeah. Sean, are you are you on that? Are you catching that same frisbee? You on the same vibe here? I am. It's all tomfoolery. It's shenanigans. It's all going on. Yeah. It's it. Um, Patrick Kane's the ultimately the one who decides if he's going to get traded or not because he has the no movement clause. So all the speculation on Edmonton calling or Toronto or Columbus or Vegas doesn't matter. Patrick Kane's decides his future. Yeah. If he wants to go to any team, um, on my way home driving home from work today, excited to go in the office today. I was thinking of back when Martin St. Louis was with the Tampa Bay, and he basically mm-hmm. said, I want to go to the Rangers. And I, I've traded me to the Rangers, and that's that's what I want. That's what needs to get done and get it done. And they did. And they got they got a pretty decent player. So um, And Ryan Callahan, I believe, back for St. Louis. No. So that's what Patrick King can do if he wants to get traded. But he said many times um, he's going to – see how the season goes yeah um another thing that i was thinking about and we can get more maybe we can get more into it but uh legacy is a big thing i think with patrick kane and um i was doing a little bit of math earlier today so um uh stan makita has 1400 1467 points uh to be the all-time leader kane it's only 287 points behind him for the black box He's averaged 79 points for his career during his 15 seasons. So in three or four seasons, he would catch Makita. If he uh, stays. If he stays. Yeah. And that's his choice. Uh, I know Eddie O and I think a bunch of other guys have said that Kane's a big legacy guy. So, Mm. uh, and then he's 174 goals behind Bobby Hull. Bobby Hull is 604. Kane is 430. So that's 29 goals a season for the next six seasons. If he stays. So yep. those are some things that maybe Patrick Kane is considering. Um, yeah. I know I think Eddie Olchek, who's now the um, the Kraken's lead commentator, said before he left town. Gotcha. So that's just some things to consider. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's a, here's here's the thing. And thank you guys for your points. I agree with you both. I don't think this is happening anytime soon. I think the season will begin and Patrick Kane will will still be on the Blackhawks. A couple key points. And, and Sean, you mentioned this mostly is that it's up to Patrick Kane. And that, that is that is what drives me crazy about the Twitter world right now, is you see all these tweets and even articles saying, what will the Chicago Blackhawks decide to do about this? They don't hold any of the cards here. It's Patrick Kane who decides what's going on. Now, are there phone calls that are coming into Kyle Davidson's office with offers about Patrick Kane and saying, go talk to him about it? Probably. I mean, I'm sure that that happens. Does Kyle Davidson talk to Patrick Kane about all of it? Does Patrick Kane and his agent say, yeah, give me a call when someone calls and let me know and, and we'll think about it. Yeah, sure. Maybe some of those things happen. But let's also think about where this started here, folks. Okay. Some guy. So the only thing that we know about Patrick Kane right now is that he likes to travel via plane no matter where he's going. Okay. Some guy threw a picture of Patrick Kane at O'Hare Airport, all over Twitter with a Chicago Blackhawks bag and said, see, he's going out there and he's looking at teams. I mean, come on, folks. You really think that's what he's going to do? Right now, there's media tours. There's all sorts of stuff. Do you really think he's going to show up with his Blackhawk bag? Maybe he's going to see a buddy for the weekend. I mean, I don't 
you know, what is this? And then all of a sudden it's saying, you know, they, it was quoted, what was the, the terminal of uh, what the destinations were and what the possible airlines of where yeah. you might be going? Boston, Montreal. Yeah. Um, and then and then yeah. and then days later, Twitter erupts and all these, you know, you know, cheesy Blackhawk websites, these these wannabes are barred to your point thrown out. They want to be there first. And yeah, he's going to be trading. I think I know what's going on. And it's just darts at a dartboard. So, you know, people believe whatever you want to believe. But what I have a hard time believing is why would Patrick Kane go right now? OK, what? let's look at his personal life. What? He's got a toddler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you all of a sudden just going to you know, shift to another city when you're a UFA to be and go be possible, move for an entire year to be a rental and then play the open market. You might as well wait to the trade deadline. You got to see who has a great run at uh, the cup. You, you want to also take a look at, you know, maybe where you can be extended long-term. You got to play this out. So this rush before the season, clearly people are bored and need something to talk about, but it is just, it's really hard to believe that Patrick Kane nearing September one, nearing training camp would go, let's do this right now. And it's and up to him. It's also remember we go ahead. Oh, no, 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 Bardo. We literally a year ago played this this kind of story that we were talking about, uh, that we're that we're going through with Claude Giroux. I mean, you remember he was headed into the season as a UFA, and there were some rumors that popped up that he was going to get traded, and when when will he get traded? But he ultimately, as everyone who had you know a cooler head, basically knew he was going to go at the deadline, and he did. And you know, he went to a place where you know he had a chance to win a cup. Ultimately, it didn't work out. Um, and then there was a, a lot of talk during the season. And it's funny because I had a conversation with a friend of mine and I said to him, I said, watch Ottawa for this one. And, and you know, you, you guys know that, you know, part of my day job is in the sports world. I mean, I talk to agents and all that. And, yep. and, you know, he's a very, very devoted family man. And he wants to kind of finish his career in Ottawa and look where he ended up. And I told a friend of mine and he was just like, there's no way he's in Ottawa. They're rebuilding. They suck and all these. He wants to win a cup. Jeru's never won a cup. I said, for some people, you know, being home is almost as good as as winning a cup sometimes. And so, and look what happened, lo and behold. And who knows? Maybe Ottawa makes a run because they've, they've, you know, added a lot of, uh, a lot of talent in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing also about Kane that we should remember is that, yes, he holds all the cards, but there's also, you know, the other side to it where Davidson and, and ownership can always go out to him and say, look, we're really going in this other direction, as you know, yep. and we really would like to move you. And, and it would be, you know, you know, a, a benefit to the organization. You'd be doing us a favor um, if you would, you know, accept a trade somewhere. You know, you tell us where you want to go, blah, blah, blah. And, and so that's a possibility. They can almost say, you know, look, and then he could take it as, well, they don't want me. But, you know, I understand they're, you know, it's a business and it's maybe it's time to move on. That yeah, can I, 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 just him waking up in the morning saying, I want to get traded. So, right. no, to your point, Kyle Davidson may have, may have said to him, we're not going to resign you. Who knows? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, um, it, it, it it's possible. I don't I don't know. That wouldn't be a very popular move, but and if, so let's look at this from a logistical standpoint, right? So logistically, everybody has their roster, or they're trying to figure out what their roster is, right? So they're going to have their camps. They're going to invite guys in. 
they're going to have their prospects up and they're going to cut their camps down. They're going to sign people to the AHL, send them back to junior, so on and so forth. So it doesn't make sense to trade Patrick Kane right now because you don't know, like, let's say, for instance, one of the possible destinations he wants to go to, they don't have any cap space. They don't have the room for him. They don't Mm -hmm. have a roster spot, nothing. But, oh, somebody gets hurt. Magically, they're on LTIR for their entire year. Then you can start talking about that. Or they play, like, six games and get hurt. Or, like, any fluky thing can happen. But you've got to wait until – if they're going to trade him this offseason, you've got to wait until at least the end of camp, until at least the end of the preseason, Mm -hmm. because you just – you don't know what's going to happen in those games. You don't know who's going to be available. You don't know if some flukier things are happening that somebody could say, you know what? After this training camp, I decided I want to. Re- I don't want to play anymore, and the team puts them on LTIR, or they have a magical back yeah. injury. And, oh, totally. You know, yeah, I mean, you, you can't. We can't necessarily rule out pre-holiday trades mm-hmm. or a thank- Thanksgiving time trade. I just yeah. this this whole but you know these these notions that it is going to happen in the next few days. I no, just and he, very he, tough he's time. Ten, he's due ten and a half million. Yeah. Um. So nothing and the Blackhawks have to retain, they're going to retain at least 50% of that, yeah. which is the max you can do. You can't right. retain any more than 50%. So they're going to return, retain 50% of that to maximize the options of where they can send them. The pro-rated at the trade deadline makes more sense, and hopefully you can extract more value. The yeah. worst thing you could do is, and hopefully Kyle Davidson's having these conversations with Patrick Kane being like, look, like we have no intention of re-signing you, even though we know what you, you've meant to this organization. Pick your destination at the trade deadline. We'll we'll get you there, and we're yeah. going to try to maximize our return. Yeah. Well, the other thing too. I mean, I don't. The Blackhawks are going to be struggling for revenue, like crazy. I mean, it's, this is not. Everyone knows what's going on. Right. The only thing that is going to keep fans coming into the building this year are the golden smoothies, our Kane and Taves. So, you know, you if you trade him right now, too, or if even if he waves and, and you decide to train him, nobody's coming to hockey games in any way, shape, or form this year. Um, yeah. So you, you also have to think about that business aspect, too. So, I mean, you at least have to make a few bucks um, and then right. save a few dollars if you trade him at a prorated rate by the trade deadline. I mean, um, I honestly think they're hitting themselves because, I, quite frankly, I don't think people these days in Chicago are coming to games to see Kane and Tapes. I just don't. Yeah, you can, you can say I, I would. A little yeah. kid, maybe, yeah. and you're saying, okay, you know, it's a good chance that you get to see Kane and Taves. I mean, I could do that to my eight year old son, but he doesn't know that they're also in their, you know, the yeah. twilight of their career. Yeah. I, I mean, my, my, son, yeah. my son is a big Kane fan, and, and if we were in Chicago, we'd go to the game and he'd be really excited. But yeah. Um, my, but I mean, my, no, but I get it. I get it. But it's not, everyone knows. Well, I mean, the co- the common Blackhawks fans know that things are pretty, you know, it's going to be a, a lean few years here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's going to get a little worse before it gets better. Um, but I think Ray, uh, you know, Ray, who was supposed to join us tonight, he was unable to, which is a bummer, you know, wrote it, maybe wrote it best where he just said, look, he's going to be a trade deadline trade and the Blackhawks will have a top three pick. And that's probably, you know, maybe the way that it shakes out. Um, and definitely. and hope and hopefully some of your prospects, whether in the AHL or in juniors, take the next step. Right. And then you get a top three pick and then you're, there's the foundation for your rebuild. Yeah. And you move but, on from there. You know, Chicago fans, particularly if you're, if you're North side fans, I mean, did you learn anything in July by, by following Wilson Contreras and what happened there? I mean, who, I mean, 
I know we're shifting to baseball, which Johnny is appreciative of, I'm sure. Oh, of course. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I bring up the Cubs. So, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing up the Cubs right now. I mean, ev everyone in the entire world of baseball was convinced Wilkson Contreras was gone. He was giving these hugs and these sad, very mm -hmm. sad goodbyes. And then they ended up not trading him. So, yeah. you know, it's just amazing how many Chicago sports fans right now are just convinced that somehow this is just going to happen overnight. Um, yeah. Now, we could be shocked. Something could happen. I just, I'm not putting me chips on it. Um, not even close. So, um, so anyway, uh, you see so many opinions out there, uh, folks, you're seeing all these different Blackhawk websites and everyone thinks that they know what they're talking about, or I heard this, I heard that you don't know what your valid or who's making it up. Sure. We could, I was peeing at this bar and this guy had yeah. a sticker on his jacket and it said, yeah. it could have been me wearing the shirt. You never know. I, you know, I, I show, yeah, exactly. I was, you know, walking by some brownstone, bumped into a buddy of mine who knows this guy who knows David Schwimmer, who's a big Hawk fan or something. I mean, something David Schwimmer. <laughs> he started singing Rembrandt, I'll be there for you. He knew Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And he knows he Kaner. And uh, he's out. Caves is what girlfriend who used to work yeah. for this guy yeah so anyway at any rate i just don't you know there's there, there needs to be some logical thought before the clickbait and bart i think you nailed it everyone is trying to get there first and and somehow getting a following and getting a fan base by just stirring the pot here and it's also a product of where we are in the season uh, or lack thereof i mean free agents have been signed most of them have been signed big names you know, the draft is gone. It's towards the end of summer. People are bored. They just really need something to talk about. That's what yeah. social media is for. It's a cesspool yeah, exactly. of creation, yeah. controversies, right. rumors, innuendos, et cetera. So, yeah. Exactly. And, so, th yeah. Thank you, all you yeah. all you Yahoos out there that are causing this stir because it gives us and an Twitter opportunity. Twitter is not real life. Twitter <laughs> no. is not real life. But it's it gives us a platform to get together and say, no, this isn't happening. So that's always fun, and it's good to see you guys. So, um, Okay, well, let's stick on the cane train for a minute. Oh, God, that rhymed. I'm sorry. Ooh. That was that was unintentional. Come let's, on, ride the train. No, that was terrible. I, I apologize for that. Let's let's stay talking about Patrick Kane. Um, if he goes, when and where is he going? Let's just throw that out there. Let's have some fun with this. Bardo, we'll go with you. I know who my pick is. But again, we need to see how the season plays out. And we yeah, will you got to see how the season plays out. But I, I'm going to guess... You know, and, and it's almost like too logical, but I'll say maybe deadline and it would have to be, I would say the Rangers is, is, a, is a choice, that, um, you know, a lot of people connect him to because, you know, they could use another legit scorer on that team. I mean, I don't think you can um, you can count on uh, Kreider having another 50-goal season. I mean, he never had that beforehand. I think, you know, water's going to find its level there. Um, you know, Zabanajad is very streaky, and then we don't know what those two kids are, you know, Kako and, and um, you know, uh, what's the other kid? I'm not in hockey. Lafreniere. Right Lafreniere. Yeah, Lafreniere. Yeah, yeah. Out of season. It's always tough yeah, to remember. He's shown. Uh, he's shown I didn't want to say their names because I would have butchered them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, look, he's shown flashes that he could be a really good player, but he's just, to me, you know, number one overall pick is going to score you 15 goals. But so then so that's where, you know, to me, it's like they need that other score. He also has a relationship with Panarin. Um, you know, Panarin actually, you know, around these parts where it was, you know, almost you know, thrown out of town practically. People were yeah. miserable with how he was in the playoffs. So I said, well, us Chicago fans know all about that. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's like they, they still have a pretty good prospect pool. 
Um, I know a lot of guys have come up um, to, to the uh, to the big club, but you know there's some prospects there for them to uh, pursue. So that that to me is is one logical place. So we'll see. Okay, I like it. What about you, Sean? So um, I'm gonna go with the Vegas Golden Knights just because they don't care about prospects. They don't care about draft picks. They don't care about anything. And right now their owner's getting itchy because they didn't win. They didn't play well last year. He's getting itchy. Their goaltenders suck. So <laughs> why not go out and get the big new offensive toy? I mean, they're crazy. They they acquired Thomas Tatar one year. I uh, gave up multiple picks, I believe. So I'm saying Vegas, It it'll be fun. Him and um, Mark Stone will be fun together. There's Jack Eichel. Just throw a lot of personalities in the mix and see what happens. Yeah. Like, why not? Vegas. Why, why would you? Vegas is a mess, though. Eichel seems like, I don't know. I, I know Vegas is a mess, but they're you always wonder where Eichel is. So is, is. Is Leonard out for the season now? And I, yeah, there's, I always, think so. there's always a lot of layers with, with Robin Leonard. Um, you know, they have no scoring. You said it yourself, Sean. Sorry, you wrote it yourself. Patrick Kane in that town. Um, maybe he's conquered his demons from his younger yeah. past, and so maybe he's ready for Vegas. But I, I don't think so. But I think Vegas would do the deal in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think I'm they would. Give an analogy, but to me, Vegas almost seems like that team that just doesn't believe in in developing talent, and it's just going to keep signing and acquiring older talent. Yeah, Michael, well, notwithstanding, but it's like I just feel like they're. They've been win now since like the day they walked into the league and they just haven't developed anybody. And sooner or later, this is just going to fail miserably and they're just going to, you know, have a long rebuild ahead of them. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah I, and, you know, I think they're, they're victims of their early success in 2018. Yep. I think they, yep. you know, they obviously, no one sees an expansion that way. They, that? Way. they were they were bringing in talent that basically they thought was sort of underutilized in so many other locations, and they said, you know, let's let's put this together this kind of band of misfits, and look what happened. They kind of all played with a chip on their shoulder and nearly won a Stanley Cup their first year of existence. Well, and, and they leveraged the the new like the expansion draft rules to perfection. Like yeah, they yeah. they literally like more. They basically held teams over a barrel. Saying yeah. you give us this and we won't take that. And it was brilliant. George McPhee was a genius at that point. And yeah. then he got drunk with power and thought he was Dr. Emma Brown, then go to the future and <laughs> you know, you know, all kinds of craziness. And now now it's literally it, they're going for broke. The, lo yeah. the right. logical team though, gentlemen, is the Buffalo Sabres. That's the logical I, team. I don't know about that. They have twelve million dollars in cap. They have nineteen million dollars in cap. Well, they could, right or they could re they could re-sign him, yes, and they could or they could extend him, and he can finish his career there if they. And want they're him. they're not. I'm sorry, but they've gotten better. They're still not. They're not. They're going to be better this year. They won't be a playoff team, but they're not like the garbage team of yesteryear. No, I, mean, I I just I and I don't know these things. I I'm always going with more of the psychological. I guess you know I'm talking about Kane's kid. I act like I know Patrick Kane, but does he want to go back to that city where so many bad things happened? In two, he kept going back there every off season. Okay, the I'm, just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> can I make a crazy? Can I make? Can I say why it's not so crazy? It's crazy on the surface, but I'm going to tell you why it's not so crazy. If you think about what they've done, they've obviously stockpiled a lot of young talent. And, you know, 
sooner or later, this talent is going to break through, you know, with Darlene and, and uh, uh, power on defense, among others. And, and, and so if they hit okay. that, you know, okay, we're ready to take that next step forward. Yeah. Can you almost call Kane if he goes there almost like, and I know it's a different circumstance. No, I'm just saying, like, I was going to say, isn't Kane almost like your Hosa? When, like when Hosa came to Chicago, yeah. Chicago was ready to win. Yeah, could very well be. Then be there Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. You got a guy yeah. who knows how to win, who's got three rings, come in there, be a leader on the team. Yeah. That to me, is, it sounds like it could be, I mean, yes, Hosa was younger and, and a different kind of player and he was a free agent, but here, you know, maybe he waits till free agency, but maybe it's a deadline thing. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, maybe I, I don't really know what I'm talking about when I say it, would he ever go back to Buffalo? I mean, I do. And I don't, everyone knows what happened in 2015 when Patrick Kane um, was unfortunately falsely accused of sexual assault. And, you know, I, you know, I think that that, you know, obviously the, the town of Buffalo and he were shaken by all that, but that might be since past and Buffalo might still be his home. And, you know, I'm sure he still has family there. Um, I guess you could call that the logical choice. And are they on the up and up? Yeah, maybe they are. And, you know, you could maybe he could even go there and wear a C. Um, I don't even know who their captain is right now, but, you know, Kaner, Kaner could be that guy. And, you know, like you said, Shoney, they've got the cap space if if he wanted to ex- be extended there. Um, you know, the the what someone would call preposterous uh, before Johnny Hockey which is in between Chicago and Buffalo geography wise is, is Columbus. I'd be curious Does Columbus, would they go for it? Would Patrick Kane go to Columbus? Is that too small of a city for him? Um, does it just not feel like as much of a hockey market? Obviously it didn't bother Johnny Gaudreau being there. Do they want the same of the same type of player, two of them um, in a sense? Um, everyone's throwing out Columbus right now. I still like the New York Rangers. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've gone with that before I, I see Patrick Kane in the big apple. Um, you know, I see him in Madison square garden. I think that, you know, I don't think the biggest stage in the biggest city, he's never shied away from the spotlight. You know, he's always been a big star. Um, he's the opportunity, I mean, to play with Panarin again, um, they have the prospects, um, they could have future picks. Um, you know, they, they'll be low first round picks. Um, and they're definitely in win now mode. I mean, they were very, very close uh, to getting to the Stanley Cup finals. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know. It, it's interesting, Sean. I mean, we, we have to see how the, the Sabres season plays out, too. I mean, I don't, right. I think they'll be better. Will they be come the trade deadline? Will they be in the playoff picture even? I don't know. I, it, the, the East is tough. And so would he even want that? Um, I'm going to throw out another team that I think has been waiting or trying at least to make a real huge splash for a couple of years. They tried with Stamkos. It didn't work out, but Detroit. Yeah. I mean, we can't think of Detroit like we did, you know, when they were in the Norris division or in the central division. No, I mean, they're not, they're not the Hawks rival anymore. Right. No. So, it's I mean, as much as, yeah, as much as TV wants to make, make it out, the networks want to make it out to be that, you know, it's an original six rivalry and that may be uh, true, but it's, that that was 50 years ago, whatever it is, but no, that's a shame, a shame that, that dissolve. And now yeah. uh, the only thing he cares about is 
keeping a hockey franchise in Arizona to play in front of 6,000 fans maximum on a Tuesday night on a college campus. Right. Uh, and yeah. all other owners have to pay for that, which is great. Sun devil up, man. Sun devil yeah. for life. Hey, it's great. It's great. If you're an Arizona state student, it's awesome. You're like, Hey, Tuesday night hockey, you know, Connor McDavid's in town. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of which, I was going to go down the Edmonton road. going to party with some of the co-eds. I mean, Arizona State. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I couldn't go to school there. That's for sure. There was too many uh, too many uh, beautiful women there. I couldn't go to school there. No, I was going to go down two more roads, and it was Edmonton because of the, you yeah. know, David thing and, and would um, Duncan Keith sort of say in his ear, you know, you might want to look at it to Edmonton, but. I don't know if that's a real like need for them because they need more help in goaltending. And yeah, I, I I think they need other. I think they've got other yeah. needs. It was it was the other, yeah. The other one is L.A. But L.A. would be nice. Now that LA, yeah, I could see that. That might, that might be the Marion Hosa situation where he's no. their Marion Hosa because yeah. they're they're close. They had they added Denault last year and. They got to the first round of the playoffs. They're they're close to being like a legitimate contender. He might put them yeah. over the edge, and they still got they still have a ton of prospects down. Prospects, yeah, yeah. So that might be the spot. Yeah. I don't. The thing is, though, I don't. I think everybody needs to temper their expectations on what they're going to get returned for Patrick Kane because it's only half a season. Yeah, a rental. Like they're not going to get the moon worth of stuff. So, well, I think I that's think where, that's where the extension, the expectation. Yeah. Unless there's, if the extension is in play, then they, right. Be able to get in play, sure. But if it's just it a straight rental, you're not getting, I don't even know what that, what the asking price would be, but yeah. It also depends on what the, what the, um, the market is and how many teams are bidding for him. I mean, they could be bidding in with one team and then, you know, they don't really have like, look what happened with the Ottawa thing with Debrinket. I mean, all of a sudden it just fell to like one team. Yeah, I know it was a different time, yeah. but you know, everybody dropped out. So there's something happen, you know, where there's five teams going after him. Um, you know, do, do they value pro, uh, picks more than prospects picks, especially in this year's draft? So, um, who knows? Yeah. Well, he's certainly going to be highly sought after. That much is clear. And there will be teams that will throw a lot if they're trying to win a cup and if they're desperate to win a cup. Um, so I don't, you know, I think the general consensus here is this will probably be Patrick Kane's final season in Chicago. Um, and it won't be a full season. However, it's not happening tomorrow. We don't think it's happening tomorrow. Um, even though we do not have a crystal ball, it just makes more sense at the TDL for everybody involved. And my magic eight balls out of battery. So yeah, mine doesn't, mine's always fuzzy anyway. So always gives me the my wrong, ring, answer. you know, my that mood ring. <laughs> that help. Yeah. Well, any, any final thoughts on Patrick Kane, fellas? Any final thoughts on the Hawks in general? We're so, doing kind of a lightning pod tonight, folks. Kind of a we got some preseason stuff coming for you as soon as so, it kicks off. But is so uh, the assumption is that Patrick Kane's going to be traded, right? Yeah. Is Jonathan Taves going to be traded? Would be my only yeah, question. That's another one. I you think you got to play it out. I mean, I. I don't know. I, I I always just go back on the the health thing with Jonathan Taves, and that's what I'm thinking too. I think, I think he, there there was that interview with him over the summer where he says it's frustrating because I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, but I need to be realistic 
he's, this isn't word for word, but he said something to the effect, but I need to be realistic because it's, you know, I feel one way and my body's feeling another, um, yeah. you know, so I, I, mean, I thought he was going to possibly hang it up or, you know, yeah. go on LTIR for this year. And look, that still may happen. Right. I just think it wouldn't surprise me if, if, if he just plays this year out and says it's his last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he decided. No, I would I, I wouldn't <laughs> think that you know, and everyone says, Oh, there will be someone looking for a second or third line center going for you know for the cup, but that's you know, at a prorated salary. I mean, the Hawks will have to eat a lot and yeah. they'll have to really like the return. And Jonathan Taves will have to say, Yeah, I want to go win. He, he may go on the Getzlaff tour, you know, like Getzlaff had the whole retirement thing where yeah. he knew about it in advance and, you know, everyone loved him and all that. And yeah. Super Blackbird fans. But well, I, mean, I, I also with would... Jack Johnson. Maybe he just wants to retire after playing with Jack Johnson. I'm retiring. Yeah. I mean, does he even think about coming back and re-signing on the cheap and seeing out like two more years or something? But I don't, I don't know. Um, that one's tricky to unpack. It's very, I, I mean, I think, I think Patrick Kane will be the most highly sought after commodity at this year's trade deadline. Yeah. Um, that I can, that what I would put my chips on Jonathan Taves. It's just hard to know if there's where the interest, if there's going to be a suitor and, and, and what state he's in at that point of the season, having played maybe 50 plus games, if he's made it that far. I mean, I don't, will, will Jonathan Taves play in every single hockey game before the trade deadline? Would you put your money on that? No. I don't know if I, I would. Mean, too many questions, and it all has to do with his health. So, yeah. so I don't yeah. – I, to prognosticate for that, Sean, it's a great question. But to prognosticate for the for Jonathan Taves is, uh, is difficult because, I mean, it would have to be trade deadline, meaning that it's be half off considering a prorated contract, but then you'd also have to eat some to get him – you know, because I don't think anyone would want a, a $5 million and I, and I don't know how it would plus. logistics in terms of retaining it, how much because you can only retain two contracts, I believe, right? They don't have any retained right now, so right. it'd be the only those would be the only two guys, is yeah. I think logistical, but, but yeah, so well, bit, or, unless, <laughs> or unless you make a trade and you, you take on another expiring salary that's hefty for someone who is yeah. overpriced for their productivity. Like if there's a $3 million player out there who is just not doing it anymore. I mean, you, you saw, uh, oh my God, gatekeeper show up. I had to jump in at the last second and say, Hey, how are you doing? So we were just talking about Jonathan Taves and seeing if he's even tradable and, and that we can prognosticate for Kane, but Taves, it's a little harder to do. So we just saw it. We just saw Calgary, you know, shifting, you know, Moynihan. Was it Moynihan they traded to Montreal? Who did they trade to yeah. Montreal? Yeah. Sean Manahan, yeah. Sean, yeah. Yeah. And and just Monahan, basically Monahan. a, con- a contract shed. So we were just talking about if K- if Taves go- does get traded, then the possibility of the return that the Hawks might have to take on a dead contract or someone. Yeah. Dylan Strom's dead contract. Dylan Strom's going to be out of the NHL in two years. I'm sure you guys already mentioned that you're going to have to eat half his salary too, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just—I mentioned logistics of uh, case yeah. you can only retain two contracts <clears throat> and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, Kate, do you have any thoughts on Patrick Kane? Uh, you know, we kind of landed on the hey, this isn't happening 
overnight. It's probably not happening tomorrow. Some guy took a photo at him at the airport and all hell broke loose. Who knows? Maybe he was going to see a buddy. Maybe he's going to why would he take his Blackhawks bag if he was doing tours of other things? I don't know. That's I my don't thing. Know. But we landed landed somewhat uniformly on it's probably gonna happen, but not happening now and probably at the trade deadline. Is that where you're at? Yeah, um, I, you guys all made great points, and I was listening actually to the beginning, oh, cool. so I kind of was following along to what you guys were saying, and uh, I, I agree with all of it. With like, why would he hurry this? Why would he do it at the beginning of the season? He has a small child. Like, you don't know necessarily. Uh, you know, you could pick a team that might not contend, like you said. You know, why not feel it out a little bit? Wait till December or after the new year when you actually see where some of these teams slot in. And actually, you know, you, you could also wait for a team that, you know, has, has a guy who's on LTIR or, or loses a, a top player. Uh, you know, there's there's all those things right there. And and teams will pay crazy. You know, like look at what they paid for Brandon Hagel last year. Yeah. You know, pe- people will pay crazy amounts if they have it. If they have a lot of wealth in their system, they will pay it for a chance at a, at a, a franchise player coming in. And, I mean, he is a, he's still a franchise player. Uh, coming in to at least play for your your playoff run. Absolutely, hundred so, yeah. percent. Um, and Gip Seaver likes your hat, Ray. Even though Ray, Ray? Not, I don't know who Ray <laughs> who's Ray Gip. Um, I'm not really sure. People will come, so, Ray. People, people will come. Ray. So there's three guys on with hats. None of them are named Ray. Yeah, well, in in the in the description, it did say Ray because Ray was supposed to be on here originally. So. Oh, that's right. And well, I wasn't. Got it. So, but, you're here but it does have names. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. audio only. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Gate, while we have you here real quick, when's your next yeah. goalie podcast? Uh, I'm actually just uh, lining up some, uh, some guests. Uh, I have a friend of mine who does, uh, he's washed up goalie, I think on Instagram, and he has a podcast that he does where he kind of, uh, interviews goalies about things and it's a little more quirky. It's like, you know, they kind of go through the same format every time where to answer certain questions about this, about this, about this, you know, what was your favorite goalie growing up? And they kind of just go straight down the line. So, I mean, there's definitely enough room for all the, the goalie podcasts, but he was nice enough to have me on. He's from Minnesota. Sean, shush. (laughs) Yeah. He's from Minnesota, but he's originally a Chicago guy from, uh, I believe it was brother rice. He played at, Oh, that's um, unfortunate. Yeah, and uh, so Wait, I, we're gonna have him on. Dovalina? No. Okay, because Dovalina was at was the goalie for Brother Rice when I was there. No, it's Joe Drennan is his name. Bob, and he, he must have been there. I used to go to a lot of uh, Kennedy Cup games because I went to Marist and we used to had a huge hockey rivalry with brother a, a rivalry with Brother Rice and everything, but especially hockey. Got it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, and then I got another another one lined up. The guy, um, uh, his name escapes me, but he's from the Tomahawk podcast or whatever. Um, he's from the South Side as well. He played for St. Jude, and uh, he was a goalie growing up as well. So we're going to have him on at, at some point as well. Uh, he seems, sounds like he'll be a good guest uh, to have on. So he's from the Blackhawks Twitterverse. You've probably seen him around. I, I think it's the Chicago tomahawk podcast i believe it's called or it's something tomahawk i know that gotcha but, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have him on awesome so folks and, make uh, sure you turn in what's it called one more time gate 
the net perspective. Uh, net we have two episodes up. Yeah. We have two, have two current episodes up. Make sure up. you tune in and check out the gatekeeper and what he's got going on from in between the pipes from his perspective. Um, cool. Anyway, well, we're going to have a lot more action for you folks. The season's approaching. Training camp is approaching. Um, and to uh, Jackie Davis, sorry you couldn't join us tonight. Um, you're working, but we look forward to hearing what you think of the show uh, when you get back and you're able to listen. So thank you, Jackie, for your comment. Um, on behalf of myself, Sean Fitzgerald, the Bard, in the late edition, but always welcome and well-received, Jeff Osborne, the gatekeeper. Uh, I should have worn some glasses. Gates had his blind And, um... Yeah, so uh, take care, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Go off.